0: Welcome to Academic Conversation with Merton and Morgan. I'm Mary. I'm Alicia. And this episode is titled, Word Study, It's What Kids Need. It's a companion to our Word Study module located on our products page on www.mertonmorganconsulting.com. Let's get started. You ready? Yes. Okay. Okay. First, word study. It's what students need. So why do we believe that word study is what students need? Why should we be thinking about word study? We have a lot of ideas based on students we know. Yes? Yes. We see it a lot, often. All right. And we have some questions that we tend to ask ourselves to gauge whether kids are needing help in this area of word study. Would you like to run through some of those? Sounds good. Okay. So first of all, do you have any students for whom spelling is a problem in some way? Oh, absolutely. Many. I think we have a lot of students who fit in that category. Yes. Do you have any students who seem better able to understand text when it's read orally rather than independent reading?
1: Yes. Unfortunately, too many.
0: Yes. We have a lot of kids like that. Do you have any students who are still struggling to decode, even though they may be beyond the age and grade level where decoding is usually taught? Yes, and often it, um, because they're decoding so
1: much, it, it slows them down. What do you mean? Tell me what you so mean by that. They're able to read less when they, at, they're they at the age where they're, the volume mm-hmm. of their reading should be more, and they should be able to read more pages in a, in a shorter period of time, but because they are using so much of their brain power to decode, it's it slows them down. And so they're they're not able to cover as, as much content as they normally would be able to.
0: And I would say not only are they using their brain power to decode, but sometimes they're making up their own system for decoding because they've only learned so far how to figure bigger words out. Yes, I would agree. Okay, another question is how do you assess student understanding of spelling and does it provide reliable information about spelling development? And then how do you know that?
1: I see in in the schools that that I've worked in that the traditional spelling tests are often used still where they're given um, a certain amount of words, maybe 10 words a week, and then at the end of the week, students are assessed on those words. Typically, students are able to pass Those spelling tests by the end of the week, but then later when those same words come up, like maybe in their reading or in their writing, they're not able to read that word or spell it. So it's it's kind of like they've memorized the words to pass the test, and then they have forgotten that information instead of those words transferring, which is what spelling is really about, being able to utilize those patterns to help you read and write.
0: Yeah, so we're going to talk more about the reciprocity of spelling and writing and reading um, in a few minutes. I have a lot of teachers that I know who continue to give those traditional spelling tests, even though they admit that the kids don't remember the words. And sometimes when I ask them why they're doing it, they say that either parents are used to that, seeing that spelling test, and are familiar with that strategy, um, so they do it, I guess, to help parents feel maybe more involved in the process. But also, I'm not sure they know what to do in place of a traditional spelling test. Would you say that that's true for you as well?
1: Yeah, I would completely agree. I think teachers and and parents know that um, being able to spell is an important skill. Mm-hmm. But the most the most efficient and effective way, maybe they just don't know.
0: Yes. So then another question to ask yourself is, does your method of teaching spelling transfer to writing? And you mentioned that just a second ago. And does it support fluent reading? So what would, what would you be looking for to see if it transfers to writing?
1: Um, I, I would say typically if you have taught um, spelling and students have done activities around those words, you would expect that they would be able to what we call transfer. Um, those words into real-world activities such as writing. So if, if you know that you have taught, let's say, short A words, and you have tested them and assessed those students on some, like, 10 short A words, the students are responsible for those words. You've taught them, you've assessed them. Now I expect you to be able to use those words that we've worked on and that you have proven on a spelling test that you know. Um, but what often happens is they memorize those words for that test and so they don't really know them and so they're unable to transfer them. So they're still misspelling the same words um, in their writing. So you want to make sure that um, your spelling instruction is really effective and produces transfer.
0: And you have to really think carefully about the words that you put on a spelling test. And Traditional spelling programs have words that are already selected, sometimes by some feature of a words, or sometimes it'll be around a theme topic. Finding the right kinds of words to help kids to really get to the point where they can transfer that spelling understanding, that's really key. And kids are in different places at different times. So Thinking about using the good old spelling textbook or workbook, if you think about it, it really doesn't make sense.
1: And I I think just to expand on what you just said, Mary, is that um, traditionally we would give everyone in the room the exact same words. Yes. And you just hit on a fact that I I think we're going to talk about more a little bit later in the podcast, that students are at different places and we have to assess where they are so we can meet their needs and, and start instruction where they are so having the same words for the whole class like has been traditionally done is not we have seen is not truly effective for every child
0: right because we wouldn't really do that with any other content area so why should we do that for spelling and I think we all know the kid who already knows the words and can spell them all and then another child who has to have the list shortened or some modified in some way so that they can do this task which isn't really appropriate for them Okay, so let's take a minute and talk about what word study is. How about a definition? Word study is an approach to teaching students developmentally and explicitly the underlying properties of how words are spelled and what they mean. That's a definition from Donald Bear that's in the newest edition of Best Practices in Literacy Instruction. Are there any words that sort of stand out for you in that definition? Um, I'm thinking about vocabulary.
1: And I think about um, high utility, and and what I mean by that is that they're able to understand the word and and the word patterns well enough to be able to use them when they speak, um, be able to use them when they read, and not only read the word, but be able to use the parts of the word that they know to um, read new words that they encounter, and then um, being able to write those words and spell those words correctly on their own.
0: And also, I think the words developmentally and explicitly, those words always stand out for me because as we were talking about earlier, developmentally appropriate instruction would mean that each kid has what they need. And one spelling test with the same words for everybody is not developmentally appropriate and also explicit. Sometimes we expect kids to intuit the underlying properties of how words are spelled and how they work, especially if we have learned them that way ourselves. Um, I think that a lot of teachers, especially elementary teachers, are readers and writers, and a lot of us have learned those things kind of on our own. And there are many, many kids who don't do that. The brain's not really hardwired for that. So having a process that's developmental and explicit to teach kids about how words work, how they're spelled and what they mean, that's necessary. Let's talk a little bit about the word study module and the three lessons with a fourth lesson addressing English learners that you will find in that module. Do you want to talk some about lesson one to start off?
1: Sure. So um, lesson one in the word study module really addresses the research Behind word study, why it is important, why students need it, um, how it affects students as um, literate citizens, while they need it for reading and writing. And um, there's also an assessment that is introduced because we, as we talked about earlier, um, in order to uh, make instruction developmentally appropriate and explicit, we need to know where the learner is. So we have an assessment that addresses that and gives us the information that we need for instruction. Pause. So then in lesson number two of our word study module we address how to analyze assessment data that you learned in lesson one and use that to plan for instruction of a small word study group. Lesson two also addresses how that small group instruction will look and sound and how you are going to use that data to address the needs of your students. And then in lesson three, we move from the small group instruction to students actually applying what they have learned in real world application. So they are taking what they've learned in small group in lesson two, and in three applying it. What does that look like in the real world? How are they transferring what they're learning? Each of the lessons include um, some digital tools that we have used for assessment and for instruction. And then we have a lesson component for English, English learners. And Mary, I'll let you talk about that.
0: Okay, that fourth lesson, which is focused on the needs and considerations for English learners when it comes to word study um, was created thinking about the large number of English learners that we have in our public school system. And these students could need word study instruction at the beginning levels in any grade and at any time. So in order to teach an English learner to be literate in English, That student's going to need background about how words work in this language. And word study is a great opportunity to build vocabulary and word knowledge, to build an oral language, and to help students have the foundation that they need to truly be literate.
1: And all of these lessons together address and help students apply what they have learned in word study across multiple content areas so it it allows students to take what they've learned to help them read and, and understand let's say math word problems or some higher order vocabulary in science and social studies they're they're able to take that um, part of that word to help decode a larger content word so word study is not just for reading and writing in, during reading and writing time, but it lends itself across the day and across content.
0: Right. And you and I talk a lot about reciprocity, meaning that um, there's a relationship between reading and writing and one helps support and extend the other one. And um, that includes word study. Whatever's learned in each context influences the other one. And I think when you talk about learning across contents for kids to be able to apply what they learn in word study, that's really hitting on that reciprocity and also that cross-content learning that kids really need.
1: And I think if they can spend less time, like you said earlier, trying to decode, remember how we talked about those higher readers often sometimes spend a majority of their time really working to decode a text, and it takes a larger amount of time than it, than it should, mm-hmm. and that's using their brain capacity to do that rather than learn a new concept. Right. Like they just don't have the stamina left to um, to learn what they need to learn because they're so busy trying to figure out what the words are actually saying trying to or how to spell code.
0: it. Right. Yes, and that shows up in the writing. Those two are, are go hand in hand. A little while ago, we talked about um, traditional spelling tests and how in past years and even currently in some places, teachers have been given a workbook or a textbook and all the kids get the same list of spelling words, which is not appropriate um, because kids have different needs. Let's talk a little bit about how you can know what kind of words a student needs to be working with. There's a continuum, right, of word learning.
1: And that's addressed in lesson one.
0: Yes, that starts to be addressed in lesson one. Um, There's been research going on over decades that has helped identify a continuum of word features. And within those different features and across that continuum, kids can be scaffolded along step-by-step step so that they're not missing a chunk of learning, so that it's not just kind of happenstance or just kind of randomly selected by a theme or topic. It's actually selected according to the research-based continuum of learning. And Mary, you were kind of talking earlier about in
1: in traditional spelling Um, test or traditional classrooms when students were given all of the same words it it may be that um, a student already knows all the words already or another child might be given five words versus ten words and with with this way of word study and and giving instruction that's on their um, developmental continuum and in their zone of proximal development students are actually going to learn and transfer um, transfer more words Yes, because they're actually able to have 10 words, 12 words, because it's it's what they're ready for. So they don't have to just have three to five words, um, which I think is important.
0: Right. And another thing that makes this process that we talk about in the lessons so powerful for all kids is that oral language development is such a piece of it. There are so many kids who don't, feel fluent or comfortable sometimes with academic topics and using word study as another avenue for helping kids talk to one another and just have fun with words and learn what words mean while they're learning about the features of the word, while they're deepening their word knowledge. That is something that builds classroom community, it builds confidence, and it helps kids just in general to have those listening and speaking skills which also help with um, expressive um, production including writing so it's i feel like this is a real passion for me because i see so many kids who seem like they're stuck they seem like they're stuck at a certain level of reading it might be a pretty high level. It might be a fourth or a fifth grade student who seems like they can read pretty well on grade level but then when I sit down to conference them and with them during writing or they're trying to express something that's more sophisticated than what they usually would do you can really see where the gaps in their understanding are as far as um, what words mean and word study can extend it does extend all the way to morphemic analysis and um, Word parts, and that portion of it continues on into adulthood. Um, I know there's some word sorts that you and I've looked at, and I've thought, "Oh, I didn't know that that was how that prefix or how that root um, worked." So, everything that you're going to do within this word study module is going to help every kid at their place in their level of learning in all subject areas in all subject areas and that's what we're always going for and we really wanted to present this in a form that is standard for teachers so they can get it on the website they can listen to it they can rewind they can relearn they can replay it really is connected to digital learning of the adults who need this knowledge And we took what we have seen over years of learning this and years of working with kids. We know that we started using word study strategies and uh, months later said, oh, we didn't know this. You know, now we're going to do this. Do you know how many times we've done that a lot, right? And we've seen the transfer,
1: I think, most importantly. Um, Students who would just memorize words are actually taking them, internalizing them. They can use them in different ways. They really understand the multiple meanings of words. Um, and it's it's really developed their their literacy skills.
0: Yes, and the context is there. If you follow this process the way that it's designed, you will also be incorporating a lot of, like I said, oral language, but also writing and also text because there are lots of opportunities for text connections within Um, word study.
1: And it really builds their oral vocabulary as well because they start to actually use the words that they're learning in everyday conversations.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's really neat to see. So I guess that we could say that we are definitely fans (laughs) of word study and we wish that more people had this knowledge. I didn't get it until pretty late in my teaching career. I mean, would you say? I would say that as well, yes. Yeah, we felt like we had some pieces of this, but not really a cohesive whole. So that's what we want to do is share what we learned, and hopefully more people can learn it earlier and apply it with their students. And if you are wanting
1: uh, more information after you download the modules, you can contact us at www.mertonmorganconsulting.com, our email Um, It's also located on the website, and please follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, and all of those links are on the webpage.